I want the damn CD chart. Give him the chart. It's Cash. And this is Hightower. Cash, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, my friend? Fan-freaking-tastic. Except it feels like it's been raining for like 48 hours straight. It does. It really does. And not to mention, there's just a million things happened since the last time we recorded here. There's just so oh, much going on right now. There's a lot going on. Don't worry. We will talk about it and there's give you all the proper on. takes. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, real quick, I want to just... Talk about how depressing the rain is. <laughs> I just got my bike back from being fixed up by shout out uh, Wilson Cycle. Great job, Bravo! Did a great job. I think Michael's his name hooked me up like next day, so appreciate that. And uh, I just need a I just need a sunny day. Go ahead and get back out on the on the trails. I need to check and see. I may know those people actually. They're uh, I know his sister. She's, Never mind. I lied. I she's wrong. good peeps. I'm wrong. Thinking so, of the wrong person. Okay. Ignore what I'm saying. Yeah, there's only one bike shop in town for me. It's Wilson Cycle. That's right. All right, yes, yeah, so let's let's do a little housekeeping. Absolutely. Housekeeping. What do you uh, want to start with? You want to I start mean, with? Uh... Did anything weird happen last <laughs> week or this week? Any, any dramatic uh, award show moments? This so this has been a hot topic at work. Hot topic. Have you guys been uh, chit chatting about this at work too? There was some. There's been. I've had some text threads with some work buddies going on. Some. And you as well. There's just been strong, strong memes coming out. Very good stuff. Like, like best I've ever seen. It's been a while. It's fantastic. I was texting with a, a friend that worked in my last group. Like, we've been sending each other, of course, like the day of, it was just fast and furious. Just here's oh, one, yeah. here's one, here's one. Oh, yeah. Now we're being very selective about the ones that really get your attention. Yes. The ones that are, you know, obviously pretty aggressive. I agree. Like, there's been some, like, you know, pretty clean ones, kind of like just poking, poking the bear a little bit. And there's some that are just like... Pretty inappropriate. Oh yeah, but still pretty funny. I'm an inappropriate person, so I find them very funny. I even on my uh, on my book gram page, I uh, I took a few shots. I don't know if you saw mine. I did. But the one I was most proud of was it was like, "What's your favorite Will Smith hit?" And yep. It was like a picture of like Independence Day, like Bad Boys. Uh, I forgot what the other one was, and then it was like him slapping Chris Rock. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I know the missus was commenting back and forth with you on that. She's she was oh, yeah. all tickled about that. So um, she was talking with one of her work friends too. And they were going back and forth about it. And I was in the kitchen. I was like, hey, you tell her no matter what, though, I'm still going to get down with some Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. She also, the person she was texting is apparently a big fan. And she challenged me on a quote. So we almost we almost came, you know, Will Smith, Chris Rock, you know, territory oh. here because she was challenging me on a quote. It turns out. For Wild Wild West? Yeah. Oh, my. So, and I, I said, hey, on a clear night, we can even get to Galveston. And she's like, no, it's Baton Rouge. I was like, no. Oh, it, uh, I, I don't even like the movie. It's Galveston. So he says, I was get, it, basically it was, we're going to go get, get to Baton Rouge and, you know, hell on, even on a clear night, we yeah, can even get to Galveston. Night. Exactly. So we both were right. Cooler heads prevailed. You were more correct. I was more correct, but yeah. there were no slaps exchanged. Well, that's good. That's classy. Bigger question, who, which side were you on? Well, first of all, let me say, I think we can separate this incident from Will Smith movies. Yes. Will Smith movies will always be fantastic and nothing will ever change that. True. However, I'm on team rock on this one. Mm -hmm. 100%. 
It's kind of like me with Beetlejuice. I I can't stand Alec Baldwin anymore. The guy's total lunatic. Yeah, Everything yeah. else that's gone on to with him. I saw some good memes. Oh yeah. Like in, oh yeah. In, yeah. Like <laughs> by proxy. Yes, oh yeah. Exactly. And then also what's uh, the Jones, whatever the dad too. Like obviously he's a you know scumbag too from Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. So like I have to. It's very difficult. I still enjoy that movie, but I have he's to separate a, that. Yeah. He's so a turd. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna be on team Will. I'm gonna be on team. This was staged. You think so? I think it was staged. Hear me out, though. He's, I don't know, man. Hear me out. So Will does the slapping. Yep. <clears throat> still gets the Academy Award. Yep. Which I realize they're investigating at the time, so this could be a, an irrelevant take. Chris Rock has a comedy tour coming up. Tickets skyrocket afterwards. He, yeah, he had he was he has a show tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Interest in Will Smith's movie has increased. Will Smith's seen partying pretty heavily afterwards. Yeah. No big deal. I don't know, man. And plus, and, and, and NBD. I, I will say, like, all these people that are putting these posts out there, like, Chris Rock's leaning into it, and Will Smith knows how to pull him. Like, I don't know about all that, but this to me, like... It looked fake. And he's and he laughed, too. Like, that's the other thing. At the beginning, when they fir- when he first made the joke, Will Smith, like, is, people were like, well, he's, maybe he's, like, a nervous laughter because he's upset. I was like, no, that's a laugh of he thinks it's funny. Yeah. I And Jada clearly did not find it amusing, and understandably so. You ha- So, when I first saw it... I was up here actually editing one of our shows, and my wife's like, get out here. Like, Will Smith just attacked Chris Rock. I was like, what? So I saw it, and then the audio was cut. So I was like, oh, that's totally fake. Like, look look at the way his like hands are. Like, it was yeah. totally like a fake strike. But then I got online, was uh, I found like the Australian like audio where mm-hmm. like you can clearly hear him yelling, like, you know, get your, you know, get my wife's name yeah. out of your effing mouth. And I was like, oh, no, that was okay. And I was like frame by framing the slap, and I was like, "Oh, it looks like he makes contact." Like, oh, I definitely e- think there's contact. Yeah, you can even see like Rock's face like ripple a little bit, and then just like I don't his like reaction. He kind of was stumbling over his words, and then he was crying when he won. I just I don't know. It felt it felt real. There's there's stuff that it definitely I don't know. I just this all seems too convenient to me. And and on top of all of this, the other part that. I, I pointed out to people like the ratings for the Oscars has been just dwindling mm-hmm. yeah. in years past. Yeah, the Oscars is terrible. I don't even so, I don't even watch it anymore. So all of a sudden now you got something. To, everybody's talking about it still. We're talking about it. I mean, the cra- I don't know. The worst part of the whole thing was is that Coda won Best Picture, which is I don't know if you're familiar with Child of Death Adult Deaf yes. Adult, which is huge for the deaf community. Mm-hmm. That actor won I think Best Supporting Actor also. Mm-hmm. Um, like that one best picture, and then everyone's only talking about Chris Rock and yeah, Will Smith. That's I know. a freaking shame. I know. But yeah, I'm just, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the hot take here because we haven't had a hot take in a while. An- another reason I don't think it's staged is uh, Will Smith was like the favorite to win like best actor. Like, why would you do that on like potentially your like biggest like your like the prime of your career, like the biggest know. night of your life. I just, I still feel like it's, it's more eyes on the show. <laughs> and then he started crying about being a vessel of love. I, just, I mean, that I that don't, was real. That, was that, real. that I don't buy. Cause actors can cry. That was real. Actors can cry. He's not that good of an actor. <laughs> you got to tell me James West is not that good of an actor. How dare you, sir? Hey, let me tell you right now. It was anger displacement. Anger displacement. He's had a, he's had a rough year. A lot of, he's been, he's been, Brought through the mud a he lot. Had, he hasn't been listening to our show. That's he's the had problem. A, he's had a rough year, and then he listened to our show before the event, and mm-hmm. that's why he was on edge. That's that's fair. 
He heard your take on he, Wild Wild West. Exactly. He wasn't happy. <laughs> he was like, he's right. Freaking Kevin Klein was sandbagging me. But yes, if obviously, if this does turn out to not be a fake, which let's be honest, most indicators probably that it's not a fake. But I, like I said, I'm just going to have some fun and poke some holes in this. But yeah. now if, if, if now, it's not fake, I'm on Team Rock. If you ask me if I'm on Team Academy Awards or Team Will Smith, I'm on Team Will Smith. Academy Awards is a freaking joke. They're yeah. like investigating it now. Yeah. I'm like, what is there to investigate? Right. Get real. <laughs> like, if you wanted to do something, you should have done it that night. Like, there should be no... Yeah, like, I, I'm, on, see, I'm on Team Will Smith for that. Did you see the report today? They're like, well, we asked him to leave and he refused. I yeah, was like, right. seriously? That, no, that's not Is this true. a child that you're like, you can't like, uh, how about we'll get security down here? That is 100% not true. Yeah. But so, yes, I'm on Team Rock. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, what's what other housekeeping? What, you want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should we do our predictions? You want to do predictions? I st- I've got my fun fact, too, to tie back to New York, and I know you said you had a sequel thing that you were talking about. I don't okay. know if it, you want to go on that. Let's do it. But which, whatever you want to do first. Uh, let's do... Oh, this, mine's, not that very, mine's not very important, but like a couple shows ago, I couldn't remember what sequel I'd seen that we had talked about a sequel for the movie, and mm-hmm. then like I was like, oh my God, they're actually making one. Excuse me. Kung Fury. I'm so excited when you told me that. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same people involved. I literally only saw like Kung Fury two sequel, so I'm assuming it's the same people. I'm gonna be a straight shooter with you. As soon as you we talked about that on that show, I may or may not have turned it on and watched it that night before I fell asleep. Oh, uh, how did you? What was it on? YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Like, Dang it! I need to get on. Free that. on YouTube. Freaking love it. Tricer- At least it was. Triceratops. Oh yeah, she goes around shooting people in the wiener. Man, <laughs> it's a great movie. All right, so real quick here. I wanted to, one, the main reason I wanted to point, to, actually there's two reasons, you'll understand why. So we talked about Escape from New York a little while back. Yes, we did. So one of the things that I was like, hey, those special effects really reminded me of the Terminator. Mm-hmm. And I was just clicking through some stuff the other day and came across and is like, this crew, John Carpenter was not happy with the people that he was trying to get because it was people that had worked in Star Wars and they had a small budget, blah, 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 blah. So, like, they did their own kind of thing, and one of the people that worked on it, and you had mentioned... James Cameron. Young James Cameron. So, I was confirming that you were correct. Booyah! And the other part, they talked about the movie itself, and they're like, you know, this is... People called it a sci-fi people. John Carpenter's like, this is a Western at heart, and the main inspiration that he said... One of the big inspirations was the entire movie. People are like, I thought you were dead deliberately he said taken from big jake when they keep asking jacob oh, mccandles oh really yes i did not know that now that i'm okay. now that i know that i'm like i need to go back and bump up my rating for this movie that is fantastic so very excited about that well good that's cool yeah i love that yeah it totally has a western feel yeah western slash horror slash act like it's got a little bit of everything that's for cool. sure that's awesome. So that was mainly it. I was also going to just poke fun at myself for being way off on the year of this movie, but we have other things to get to first. Yeah, let's do that. I have, a, have I ever told you my, I have like have an idea to like write a book that's like set in like an alternate universe, but it's about Kurt Russell. Like, no, he's like an actor, but he like, I'll have to tell you, I don't want to say it on here because someone will steal it and make a million dollars. So this should, this should be our first published. I'll tell you. Yeah, we could totally tag team it, man. I'm, right. you're, I'm down with that. It's a fictional account of real people. That's, hey, I'm down with that. That's how movies get made. And Kurt Russell saves the day. That's Obviously. all. That's all I'm gonna say. Obviously. All right. I'll tell. I'll fill you in after. But, like we said, let's talk. You want to talk predictions? Let's talk turkey. So baseball season. I don't want to. I don't want to rub it in. But I. You, you called it. I called the future last within, year within a game. Isn't that weird? 
That's insane still to me to this day. Braves, Astros. What I say, like get, seven? seven? Yeah, and seven. You gave him seven went, in the yeah, benefit of the doubt. six. That's unbelievable. You just you should have just went for it. I don't think I've ever like predict. I I feel like I've in some fashion predicted like the World Series like every year of my life. I've never, I've never gotten both teams before. It's so I have no. I I can't do any better. The greatest thing I've ever done was calling an Aaron Miles walk off grand slam. Oh, nice. Two pitches ahead of time. Hey, Aaron Miles and I had the same birthday. Aaron Miles. Not the same year. But Hero. I loved Aaron Miles. Great great player. He was on my fantasy team when he was on the Rockies one year. He had mm-hmm. like a really good year, and I was like, oh, love this guy. Great pickup. Love this guy. But, as we're talking about here, so next week, well, I guess it'll be this week by the time the show comes out, April 7th, is that what we said? The Thursday, yes, April sir. 7th? Yes, sir. Opening day. Thank the heavens. Baseball finally got their ish together. Wrapped together. So they're playing... Let's talk about one other thing, too. We didn't talk about the fact that Albert Pujols? Albert's back. Did you see what the Cardinals did today? Scored like 28 runs. I was I kept getting updates on my phone. I was in a work call. I was like, what is going on right now? They 15. 15 in the eighth inning. In an inning. <laughs> Pujols is back. He's like, <laughs> Here he's we already, go. <laughs> he's already given people hitting lessons. I was just good grief. But you know, I, I was, of course, I got people texting me. They're like, I can't believe this. This is crap. I was like, I don't know. Like enough times passed. Everything's water under the bridge. He clearly made the wrong decision yeah. to go away. Like it but, just... I mean, it worked out worked for out everybody. Worked out for the Cardinals, yeah. Worked not, out for him for, and his bank account. Well, yeah, not for him to get money, but he's been in like the playoffs like one time. Yeah. Since, and the Royals freaking swept him. So, and the Cardinals also, nobody's talking about this. The Cardinals made a very wise decision because there's a lot of irritation on their fan base yes, about that's true. things that they have not done. So this is a very much nostalgia play. Here's the thing. You know, I don't like the Cardinals. I do. I don't like them. I know. But, hear me out. Yes. Pujols is so close to 700. And I hope he gets it, like, fast. I hope he, uh, he can stick him in the DH, let the man hit. Oh, yeah. He's still a good hitter. He was freaking hitting the – he was killing the Braves in the playoffs last year. He did He did well. So, here's the deal. I want him to get, like, 30 home runs this year. That would be awesome. I don't know if I, – I hope he can. I don't if know he, if he'll be if healthy. If he has – like, if he DHs, man, like, just – I don't know. I, feel like, I think they'll use him more against lefties probably yeah, true. than anything. But anyway, I hope he – okay, so let's say, like, he hits, like, 25 home runs. Sure. Okay, so he's like, dang, I, I I can still do this, man. Like, I'm not that far off of Barry Bonds. So we sign him in Colorado, or maybe even comes back to St. Louis the next year. The nah, following who year. knows? He gets like 20, 25 more. And then he's like, man, I might as well just give it another go. <laughs> just keep going. And then we just keep like bringing it back so we have a new home run champion. That is my want. It wouldn't life. hurt my feelings any. I like... I'm not a like huge Pools fan. I don't hate him, but I would be more than willing to have a Cardinal be the home run king if it's Albert Pools. That's fair. Anyone to take down Barry Bonds. But we have also said on this show that the real home run champion is still. Hank oh yeah, so Hank Aaron, like for sure. I don't recognize Barry Bonds. So yes, correct. If that's the case, I don't want him to surpass Hank Aaron. That's okay. He can he can pass Hank. I want to. I just I want to shut down that Barry Bonds talk. Yeah, that Barry Bonds is just. He's a turd. I don't like the cut of that guy's jib. Nope. No one anyway, does. sorry. No one does. Beating around the bush here. You yeah, want, what's... You want to go first since you are the reigning champion oh, of World geez. Series picks? I'm going to defer to you. <clears throat> well, you did it last year, so I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to take okay. the Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Cardinals this year. Pujols is getting them back. Pujols, Wainwright, Molina. It's their last year together, probably. Mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. likely. We'll see what happens. I think uh, three musketeers. I think new manager. They're going to pull out all the stops, and I think if they actually have to, they make a significant move at the deadline, unlike the last fifteen years. So I'm going to say the Cardinals. 
The American League, I'm not so sure on. I'm, I don't want to give it to the Astros. The Astros are always there. It's wide open. I I kind of like Toronto, but I don't know if Toronto's got enough don't they got the juice arms. to get there. No, they lost Robbie Ray. Yeah. I mean, there's always the friggin' Yankees, too. Tampa Bay. The Red Sox. Red Sox. I'm going to go. I'm just I'm going to say Cardinals over the Rays. Cardinals over Rays. Okay. Cardinals over Rays. And I'm going to say six games. I like it. I like it. Six games. Cardinals over Rays. Lock it in. Cardinals over Rays. All right. Here we go. I'm not going to be a homer this year. Okay. I'm going to be more realistic. It's tough to go back to back, too. I freaking hate doing this, but I'm going to take the Los Angeles Dodgers. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're, they just have too they're much talent. So, so good. It's sickening. It's disgusting. But I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Dodgers over. You ready for this? Yes. Come on out of nowhere. Seattle Mariners. Oh, okay. Silent. Underdogs. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. There you have it. Cinderella season. My pick to click. I like it. A little bit of fun. There it is. Good call. Now you know. All right. I got I got a random question for you. We started that trend last let's, week. But this actually will tie into our movie. Okay, let's hear it. So, what... Um, Who really shot JFK? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you know, so you've been holding out for me on years and then... Um, no, what's your what's a hidden uh, interest that you have that people don't know about? A hidden interest that yeah. people don't know about me. I feel like I've may, said many times I'm an avid book reader, mm-hmm. which I've kind of slowed down. But I do like books. I can't use that one. I feel like I've already used that one. Let's see. So I'm kind of older now, but I uh, love absolutely love. I don't do a lot of video gaming, mm-hmm. but I love MLB the Show, the series. Mm-hmm. And the new game's dropping, like, tomorrow night at midnight. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I'm pretty excited and will soon be addicted to that. Just around the corner. And I love riding my bike. Fair enough. As we've established. I was going to say mine. Um, I can thank my wife for this. I don't know why. I love watching cooking shows. Really? I really like, enjoy watching cooking shows, cooking competitions. Like competitions? Yeah, okay. Or just in general. Like, Guy's Grocery Games. My wife started watching that one time. He gives them like these weird challenges and only certain types of foods, but I've, I've learned some things from these shows. Okay. We actually were able to do buttermilk oh. without purchasing buttermilk because if you add, I think it's lemon to just regular 2% milk and kind of shake it up, it basically does the same thing. No kidding. So, and I'm just, I enjoy cooking in general. Yeah, regular Bobby Flay over I, here. Man, I tell you what, I have a, yeah, because WrestleMania is Saturday. I'm, I'm trying That's smoking right. ribs for the first That's time. Right. Okay. So. Count me in, though. I'm I'm a fan of I'm a fan of cooking and I'm a fan of cooking shows. Well, you know something, brother. <laughs> cool. So have now, you have you seen is this cake or is that cake? What's yeah, that? we that's the one we were we were watching after uh, Lost Boys. Actually, okay, we made it all the way through that first season. I tried to get the kids to watch it the other day. They had no interest. I so. like the people on that show are like nails on a chalkboard to me a well, little bit. We didn't even start it. Like we, they just saw the picture and they're like, no, no. The host drives me insane. Okay. Like all of that stuff, but the cakes are, some of them they are look incredible. So real. Yeah. Some of them are very obvious. For they look so real. <laughs> all right. Should we talk uh, Clint Eastwood movies? I, I guess. I mean, okay. we could BS about other stuff for another 45 we told, minutes. This could just be a bonus episode. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's talk turkey. Absolutely. Again. And I'm talking about Clint Eastwood, the turkey. In the Line of Fire, episode number 48. It's a big episode. From the year 1993. Yeah, not 96. Early 90s. Uh, Okay, so let me just say this right now. Mm -hmm. 
I've never seen this movie. I thought originally I was like, yeah, I remember my dad watching this and like, and he did. I, my dad does like this movie. Okay. But when I saw the end, I was like, I've seen the end before. When I got to the end, I was like, I have not seen this movie. I don't, I don't know what movie I was. Psych. Yeah, I was like, this is new to me. I've so I had actually not seen a single minute of this movie. I like, I knew the people in it involved, but I had not actually seen any. So of you've it. seen none of it, like no clips, no nothing. I mean, probably I've seen like a trailer or something at the time. Sure. Because, like, Eastwood running by the car, mm-hmm. like, looked familiar to me. But the actual, like, plot of the film was, like, and I knew he was, like, a Secret Service guy. Okay. And, like, but, yeah, once we got rolling, I had, and I knew Malkovich was the bad guy. Sure. Just from knowing. But other than that, I had never seen anything else. This is a rare instance, then, because we, like, most of the time, it's I've never seen it. Yeah. Never seen it. Interesting. Well, I'm excited to hear your takes, then. Good. I will say, like I mentioned last week, like I've seen it a couple times. Like Dad, I know Dad's had it on. It's just not one in our regular rotation. But um, I definitely need to be in a mood to watch this one. But I like we were watching it last night. My wife had never seen it too. She was she was hooked. So my wife, absolutely. I'm I'm excited to hear your your thoughts on this. I know I'm kind of anxious. Let's let's dive well, let's into get it. into it, man. <laughs> so we're opening up in Washington D.C. The White House. We've got Al played by. A young Dylan McDermott, young right? Young Dylan McDermott. Yeah, I like Dylan McDermott. Absolutely. And he's, uh, he's hurrying, trying to meet Frank. And Frank, of course, played by Clint Eastwood, is just having none of his excuses. That's right. None of it. Yeah. Next time, be on time. Grumpy old man. That's right. Already. <laughs> and they're on their way to, to meet Mendoza, which I didn't realize was his name, but it's also Jigsaw. For That's those. what I wrote. I wrote Jigsaw! <laughs> exclamation point, exclamation point. I want to play a game. Wait, before we, before we meet Jigsaw here. Yes. Did you know, like, this has to have been on purpose, but when he's talking, him, Clinton, uh, Dylan McDermott are talking on the car, he, like, busts out, like, a magnum. Oh, yeah. Like, a clear Dirty Harry, Harry reference. Yeah, I was like, oh, man. This awesome. is, uh, yeah, this is Dirty Harry of the Secret Service. Like, no, let's be honest. No doubt. <laughs> Not maybe as uh, intense, but, um, yeah, and like I said, I I, did, I didn't remember the beginning of this at all, because they're going, they go to meet this guy, Mendoza, like we said, Tobin Bell, Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives Frank the counterfeit money and he's like, all right, cool. But you know, and he sends Al in and he goes, I had him followed and it turns out he's secret service. So Al's tied up to the chair and he's got his goons like getting ready to kill him. So he's like, all right, go ahead and shoot him for me. So he hands Frank a gun. Frank goes, puts the gun up to his head and goes to pull the trigger and it just clicks He's like, oh, good, Frank. I was just testing you, whatever. He's like, let's go get something to eat. And Frank had given Al his gun, so then they're going to suffocate him. Oh, that was brutal. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't like that. So, And then Frank goes and grabs his gun back, and then he's like, well, you're under arrest. And then before he finishes, he shoots two guys. Like, no look shot, too. No, like, it yeah. Was, man, it was, it was pretty smooth. Like I said, I just, I did this whole thing that goes down at the beginning. It's it's a lot right at the beginning, and I, I did not remember it fully, but I'm like, okay, this, this sets the tone it early. It does. It, I like, I actually did like that. It was a good tone setter, and like, you could. Frank Clint Eastwood kind of like he's like feeling the weight of the mm-hmm. gun, so like you can kind of like oh okay, so he's he he thinks it's not loaded or something, so he's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna pull that trigger. I will say um, that's that's a reasonable thing to point out. I don't know how necessarily accurate or how comfortable I would be with that. Yeah, if you're Dylan McDermott, you're pit, like I would quit that day. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, we I'm would, done. We would no longer be partners. And especially when he like throws that has that throwaway line. He's like, "Well, there may have been one in the chamber." Yeah, right. Like, mm, exactly. No. <laughs> Sorry. I love it too. I don't think I've ever heard this in a, like a movie, but Jig, Tobin Bell Jigsaws when he hands him the gun, he's just like, "Pop him." Yep. Just, hey, just super pop casual. Him. Just pop him. Get it out and take care of it. Pop him. Yeah. Okay. Pop him. <laughs> 
Sure. It's like my tenacious diesel. Pop him. <laughs> Cap in his ass. Um, also, I didn't know that Secret Service investigates uh, counterfeit rings. Yeah, absolutely. That's their, I, what they're most known for, actually. Oh, really? The pre- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, you had me. No. You had me. <laughs> nope. I was like, oh. I, oh, I, wow, okay. I thought maybe your dad knew something. No, though. God, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's literally no reason why that would be important. Okay. I mean, other than the fact, like, I think, no, no, there's no reason. Interesting. Just to set the, set the stage that he's a detective and he knows how to handle a gun. and That's he's, right. And he is not afraid to shoot first. He, he is not. Um, so yeah, so Frank and Al are, you know, just kind of discussing about stuff. You know, Al's like, I don't know, man, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. And Frank's like, no, you're fine, whatever. And I, you know, he's, I want to go home, see my wife and kids. Cause Frank's trying to get him to go out. And he goes, well, I had one more thing that I had to go do. And Frank's like, oh, that's all right. I'll take care of it. So this is where the, the plot starts to go into effect here. Basically. That's right. Frank gets to this address and goes to this person's apartment and he sees the shrine to all presidential assassinations. That's that's like there's a lot of JFK stuff up there. <clears throat> a lot of JFK. I saw some Franklin or not Franklin. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. Booth stuff. So, yep, yep. and finds that the the lady's like, I just you know I'm I'm a, I'm a patriotic American and I, all this stuff. She's like, but when I saw this, I just I had to call somebody. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> like you're trying to really lay it on thick, lady. No doubt. The guy's name is McCrawley, according to her. But it, it's not McCrawley. It's we find out later. McCrawley. He likes to go by Booth also. He does like to go by Booth. And he's watching from a distance. That's right. Creepy watching. Well, I don't know why Clint Eastwood opened up the windows, but <clears throat> he sure did. So you can get that sweet binocular shot. That's why. That's right. Oh, that's right. And we see... Or no, this is when they come back. That he's circled. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they'll come back. So that's right. he, he takes that name <clears throat> and he, they, they check it out basically like, okay, this guy's dead. So they go back, but the part, that's when the apartment's emptied out and they just have the picture showing Frank at the Kennedy assassination. So that's right. we just get a hint that he was there that day. We don't get the full story until that's later right. on. He was on the Kennedy detail. Yeah. Right. So. Frank goes home to his place, and then he gets a call from... The, his name is Mitch in the movie. Mitch. Hey, quick yes. quick question. How do you answer the phone? How do I answer the phone? Like when someone calls you, what do you say when you pick up? <laughs> Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually just like, hello, this is Taylor, yeah, if I don't recognize the number. I'm just, hello. If it's somebody I know, and nowadays with cell phones, it's that's usually true. just hello. That's true. But if, if it's like, a doctor's office or something. Back like, when you had a landline phone, when you didn't have caller ID or anything. Oh, yeah. This uh, Springer residence. usually a greeting, right? Yeah. This is how Frank slash <laughs> I mean, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. It's Clint Eastwood. I mean. <laughs> he answers the phone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wow, that's pretty rude. Sorry, sorry, Clint. Didn't mean to bother you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, so you're not free. Okay. I mean, to be fair, it's. Sorry to it's, trouble you. That's Clint Eastwood to 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 sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets a call from Mitch, which is the guy's name. We find out later. Spoilers, but uh, that's John Malkovich, mm-hmm. and he starts talking to Frank that he's planning on killing the president, and just, he knows a little bit about Frank's history. Just right out in the open, just threw it out there. He is. And let's talk like '93. That's a level of dedication to figure out Frank's story. Yeah. Not necessarily just about the Kennedy assassination, but like you got to read a lot of books to to know yeah, about this no guy. No internet, yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, he probably has access to some information, being the line of work that he's in. That's right. But we'll talk about we, that yeah, later we too. Yeah, we'll get there. So, Alan Frank going to the briefing room, and there, like I said, there's a ton of people in this movie. Like I forget how many people are in this movie because like Fraser's dad. Fraser's dad, That's yes, right. obviously. 
Um, Rene Russo. Lily. Yes, love Rene Russo. Young Gary Cole, which I can't remember what his name is. In this. Oh, yeah, the boss from uh, Office Space. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Like Watts or something. Yeah. I also recognize a couple other people in that room, but I, like I said, they're just like character people that I just happen to recognize from. Yeah, the. Here um, and there. I don't know if it's. There's like. Oh, uh, shoot. It's like the poor man's Joe Don Baker. Yeah. It's not Joe Don Baker, but the like chief of staff. He looks familiar. I don't know what he's from. There's a, yeah. <clears throat> like I said, there's a ton of people I recognize in this movie. But anyway, they start going through the situation of what, you know, what the phone call is and what what Mitch said. And then they start giving Frank a hard time. He's like, well, you know, given your reputation, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. we find out, obviously, shocked to no one that Frank was a little bit of a renegade, but also a hard ass. That's right. He got the job done. He got yeah. results. I mean... Clint Eastwood playing a, a grizzled guy that's a bit, bit of a wild card, but also gets results. That's that's way out of character for him. He's been typecast. <laughs> and he tells uh, Sam. So Sam is the dude, is Fraser's dad. Yes, the head of the... Wait, is he the head? Wait, what's his So position? i got to pull this up now. Yeah, because the two... head of Secret Service is Watts, right? Or... Yeah, that was Gary Cole, wasn't it? Yeah, Gary Cole. So the head of Secret Service was Watts. That's Gary Cole. We got, yeah, Bill Watts. And then Sam is something important yeah also. he's so, he, it's something some and then white house job harry sergeant fred thompson he's the one that's like in charge of the secret service i think mm, okay is fred thompson the joe don baker poor man's joe don baker uh i believe so he's he was an actual politician i know oh wow yeah he was he'd run for office it's this guy here you go yep that's him okay yeah and i he thought was he in, was like chief of staff or something he was in law he was in law and order for a while too yeah that's him um, I'll tell you what, though. he What he doesn't have is panache. No, he does not have panache. Booth has panache. Definitely. I can tell. What is panache? It's flair. I know what it means. I had to look it up. I had to look it up. How about, yeah, you want to talk about this? Like, this is something a little awkward in this movie I forgot about. Clint Eastwood actually actively trying to flirt with a woman. Yeah, here, let me, since we're talking about it, I'm just going to go on, go, or, yeah, go go on right it. now. How old do you think Clint Eastwood is in this film? Uh, in or this supposed one, to be? Like, late, oh, how old is he supposed to be? Yeah. He's in his. He's supposed to be in his fifties in this movie. Okay, but he's like sixty. Yeah, I think actual, he's early sixties. Yeah. So I. How old is Rene Russo? Do you think? In this movie? Yeah. I mean, late twenties, early thirties, probably. And that, you think she's supposed to be that age as well? Oh, supposed to be that age, and she's probably supposed to be in her mid thirties. I would think the way she talks about leaving somebody and following her career. I don't like this relationship. Yeah, it's weird. Not one bit. No. Not. One like there's no chemistry. Clint either. Eastwood is supposed to be this grumpy old dude, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But as soon as Ray Russo shows up, he's like a totally different person. So there's a couple it's like of, split personality. A couple other things too, like to go along with that. Like I don't like how Frank is like a couple times throughout this movie. He's like narrating like a like it's oh. a. If she like looks it's a romantic back, comedy. If yeah. she looks back, she's oh my god, that was brutal. I know things. That was horrible. Yeah, like stuff like that definitely t- is our takeaways from this movie for me. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't care for that. I don't care for it at all. I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, as much as Clint Eastwood could have charm and flirt with ladies, I feel like he does a good enough job with this. But like, I don't think just he was. Char- he wasn't charming at all. Like, for I mean, no, he's not charming. But for Clint Eastwood, that's about as good yeah, as he can do. I guess so. I mean, it's like the '90s times were a little bit different. Like, I guess, like, I mean, he's making some like chauvinistic comments which yeah. he's like clearly joking a little bit but also like i was like i don't think anyone would like find that charming though like i mean she probably knows you're joking but yeah i would just <clears throat> walk up and get away from you what's well, the other thing too like there's just there's no chemistry at all none 
So I that yeah, this whole like side love story I could do without. But I totally agree. Amen. <clears throat> so after yeah, after all that, so Frank's telling Sam he's like, hey, I want to be assigned to the president again because he knows this guy's dangerous because he's clearly done his research. So next thing we see the the caravan, the president's going along and the Secret Service people are jogging alongside of him. And Frank's clearly having a hard time, which, I mean, to be fair, I would have a hard time with that. It's kind of weird to think about. Like, those guys got to be, like, running, like, I mean, not, like, sprinting, but, you I, know. I appreciate later, too. Like, he calls that. He goes, a lot of what we do is just, you know, for show because yeah. you freaking tank could shoot this thing right. and barely make a dent in that car. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. So true. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you want to talk about you know being chauvinistic? How about pulling a prank on somebody because they're old and they fall asleep, saying that they had a heart attack at the office? So this, that prank's awesome. Do we find out who actually called it in? Uh, I I think we're led to believe that Renee Russo did. You think so? Okay. The way she, she like leaves, she it? made a comment about like how do you know it was a guy or something? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's actually. Yeah, I, I, I think she's just getting in his headspace a little bit. Yeah, I just. But that's awesome if it was her. I I feel like that would be the best, frankly. Yeah, that's great. Pun intended. Um, I thought maybe we were going to be led to believe it was Booth who called it in for him. That would be funny. Because he like references, like, you know, he was like looking tired. Yeah, looking or, faint. Yeah, faint, yeah. Yeah, because after this, he calls, um, Mitch calls again, and he starts running through all this stuff. He, like, you know, you were looking a little faint and everything else. He starts running through a little bit more of Frank's background and... You know, hey, he didn't react fast enough to that first shot on Kennedy and that, uh, you know, his wife took the daughter and left because he had a drinking problem. Mm -hmm. And just keep peeling layers of that onion back about what's going on. That's right. And the awkward thing is, like, they're trying to trace the the call. So they have to play this entire recording in front of, like, the whole team. Oh, yeah. And they're all hearing about his messy past. (laughs) It makes me laugh, too, because, like... The technology at the time, again, I know, like, I'm watching this through the lens of now, but at the time, I'm sure this is, like, cutting-edge technology oh, that yeah. they're talking about. Right. Like, hang on, keep him on the line. You know, the, the old movie trope, you got to keep him on the line long enough to trace the call. That's right. And then this guy's got, like, you're basically, like, what we know as, like, VPNs now, where he's, like, throwing the, like, it looks like he's at a different, totally different house. And... So, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to mention this, too, because it comes up a couple times. So, he has this thing, like you said, throw off the where the call came from never uses it again yeah it's uh drives me insane it is strange if you have it once use it every time they will never find you well they what is it they they have a workaround or something they they call something out like they can actually yeah but it's and, and benya too that from seinfeld to yeah, point that out that's right <laughs> he was the one doing the trace but yeah they're like well we can run something else but they're still like they have, at least when they show the screen the next time he does it there's like three or four area or three or four locations i'm mm-hmm. like so you're just narrowing it down to a couple of spots or what? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I didn't fully understand it either, but... Use it every time. They called it out. Moral least. of the story. Right. But the, anyway, they trace it to what they think is correct, but it turns out that the uh, location was incorrect and definitely ruins those people's evenings. They were having a nice little evening. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were getting ready to have a little nookie-nookie. Yep, yep. Oh. And then this is where uh, Frank's telling uh, Harry, Fred Thompson, like we talked about, that he needs to try and... Ca- he needs to cancel the... Uh, dinner with the french president because you know this guy's clearly gonna make make a run at the president's life and frank's like well you're overreacting because this guy's pushing your button so again it's it's dirty harry but with the president and having somebody you know a disgruntled police chief you're not doing the job right blah 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 and all this stuff which doesn't bother me it's just i I watch it i'm like that's exactly what this is (laughs) 
Yeah. And uh, again, you know, Lily shows up and Clint's okay. p- putting moves on okay. her again. It's still okay. it's just, Worst part of the movie. Yeah, for sure. He says to her, you look good enough to eat. Yeah. I mean, Silence what? of the Lambs was super popular at this point. What? Like, <laughs> what in the world? Coming from an old man, that doesn't even make sense. No. Like, I have no idea. Like, I just... Yeah. Where do you hide your gun? I, that's Don't tell me. It's embarrassing. I like to imagine. Like, that's right. Yeah, it's just... so many problems with those lines. It's embarrassing. If you just... If you lopped out this whole, like, side romance plot... Right. Or if he was younger and, mm-hmm. I don't know, actually charismatic, it would be, it'd be better. But yeah. he's old and, like, not smooth and he's never really been a ladies man in any of his movies either oh my it's it's hard to watch yeah like but if you cut all that out that takes this movie down to like hour 45 that's true and i feel like that would make it just a little bit better yeah for sure um and then mitch is going into the bank to deposit some money and goes under james carney straight which I don't know why, I did, just because it's probably relevant, and I'm not going to get, obviously, into all the politics of it, but every time it's like, James Carney, I was like, J- James Comey? Like, I don't know why, I just my mind oh, immediately went to former FBI guy? Yeah, I was like, oh, God, that's, just, that's weird, but anyway. I just noticed James Carney's address was like 32 Basin Street in Denver, so I was like, I wanted to like text my sister and be like, hey, check it out. have you ever been to 32 Basin Street? Go, tell me. Tell me if he's there. Who's there? But yeah, the lady... Uh, Put the deposit in from Minneapolis. She is. What a coincidence. Just happened to be where he says he's from. That's the lady from the Burbs. She's one of the wives Mm. from the Burbs. I couldn't. I was like, God, this lady's familiar, but I couldn't place it. That's the only thing I've seen her in. I was like, I had to. I I meant to look. My wife's like, who is that? I was like, it really looks like corporate accounts payable Nina speaking. This could have totally unraveled Mitch's plan. It could have. He made some poor choices here. Casual. He ends up getting out of it, but. For somebody that's as very meticulous as he is, there's a few times that I'm like, yeah. you really took your eye off made the ball. Some bad plays. Yep. But then again, as maybe as the Joker says, you know, he's the kind of guy that couldn't hear the train come until it was three feet in front of him. Right. So we're led to believe because that she is also from Minneapolis, he mm-hmm. immediately is like, oh, I have to like remove this lady because she's going to remember me because I said I was from Minneapolis. And he and said that there was a school that wasn't there. Right. And so she's like, might look into him a little more, just like just remember things about him. So then he sees the dog picture, so he thinks she does not have like a significant other. Is that why he? I, d- I have that no why idea. He sees the dog picture, and I was like, okay, that means she's <clears throat> alone. I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm not sure. Like, I wouldn't want to mess with a German Shepherd. No, and that German Shepherd was not messing around. And he's lucky it was chained up, right? So yeah. Like, oh he, yeah. Like he lucked out big time because when he goes to her house, uh, so I think we're led to believe that her and the other girl are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. I guess, yeah, because like she, he like no, I, I think they're just roommates because that I don't know because her roommate is like, oh, I'll leave you to be. I know, but he like talks about like take like he basically like hints at taking her on a date. She's like, no, I'm like, and then he, she gets cut off. I think we're led. To I believe. wonder if it's just because she's creeped out because he showed up at the door. I mean, like, that could be too. Her. That could be too. I don't know, but either way, like there was another then another witness to him and like yeah. The, luckily for him, the dog was chained out and he like brutally murders them. But yeah. Man, that could have that, been, been game over right there. As as we mentioned last week's episode, this did not obviously set well with the missus. It didn't set well with me either. The, like, those chicks getting their necks snapped? Well, I, I don't care about that. Whatever. Kill as many people as you want. But you're leaving the dog alone. That dog didn't oh, yeah. do anything. Right. Not cool. And why are you chaining a dog up inside a house? Yeah, what's up with that? That's brutal. Our dogs don't even have leashes on, as, you, as everybody saw today. That was weird. <laughs> 
Yeah, sorry about that. I, just, I got my I got my sweet merch in, so I had to put the post out. So I wanted to share everybody what what the pups were looking like. You know, they were they were jazzed about it too. They looked handsome. Absolutely. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, so like we talked about, so Mitch goes through all that and adds two bodies to this. Again, very reckless. Could could easily get easily get caught. Um, and then Mitch calls Frank after this and gives even more background about this report. Apparently, that he feels like. Just because Frank and his buddies were out drinking the night before, he's like, if you guys went to bed at 10 o'clock, it wouldn't have mattered, too, which, yeah, that's fair, but it also probably doesn't look good <laughs> if the people that are supposed to be protecting the president went out and got drunk the night before. So true. And then this is where they run the trace, and this is, like, part where we're talking about, like, oh, we can, you know, maybe work around it, whatever, and they figure out where it's at, mm-hmm. and Frank actually spots him. And, and is able to track him, even though he's got that disguise on, tries to chase him down, but... That good, nasty gold tooth. Yeah, couldn't couldn't get him, but since he gets hit by the car, he puts his hand down in the car, they've got yes. fingerprints. Yes, Which is obviously an exciting breakthrough until we find out he's a C-12. Which, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't either. But I was like, oh, okay, they're, they're something. <laughs> they're something. They're hiding something. It's not good. No. Can't tell him anything. It's classified. Dude just straight up lies to him, too. He's like, uh, nothing. Yeah, nothing. yeah that seems weird. Ran prints. Nothing came up. This... For a Secret Service agent that's protecting the president. Yeah, that seems like he would be you, in the need to know. You really can't tell. Like, that's absolute garbage. That seems like I need to know. Um, so, yeah, they they go through all all of that. They're like, okay, it's C-12. Can't, can't do anything. And then... Okay, we'll keep following up on leads. And again, Clint Eastwood being Clint Eastwood, busting Al's chops. Like, you know, follow up on a lead. You're an adult. You can handle it. <laughs> no like, God, but don't be a jerk about it. Um, but so the president's going to start campaigning because he's behind in the polls. That's right. He's whatever twelve points down to say, and he's going to go all, <laughs> through the Midwest along the way, and they start doing. And all I could think of is he's coming back Ta- through. Yeah, Mr. Big on his way to Detroit. So here's my thing. So I. So first of all, we see him. We see Mitch like working on this like plastic gun, mm-hmm. which is kind of unique for this. I like yeah, that. Absolutely. It's kind of a cool touch. I was, I, I, I liked it. Uh, but then also in this scene where like he's watching the TV and like hearing about the president going to the Midwest or whatever, and then he like it prompts him to get on the phone and call his airline mm-hmm. company and is like, he's supposed to be like a secret assassin, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, I would like an open-ended ticket. Yeah, and. Uh, I would because I I have uh, I have some stops I want to make in the Midwest. I'm like, why are you giving all this information? It's it seemed extraneous. At all the time. you have to do <laughs> is say I, I would like an open ticket. Yep. And wherever your destination is. No, I agree. And if you think about it, if they're smart, they're going okay. Is anybody else buying a plane ticket in yeah. the same locations that the president's yeah. going? Yeah, I want to make easy several trace. stops in the Midwest. <laughs> And he says it like super weird too. So it's... I'm having an old friend for dinner. <laughs> and then we see him making that checkout to the uh, for the victory fund for 50k. Yeah. And at this time, I was like, I don't even know what's happening right now. But yeah. maybe we're supposed to not really understand. I don't. Okay, I, good. I, I just was going along with the ride. I didn't. I was. I mean, at the end, it it all checks out. Yeah. I get it, but I was like, well, I don't know what's happening here. I hope I'm not supposed to. <laughs> but we'll get back to everybody's favorite storyline. Frank and Lily oh boy. sharing an intimate moment over the, Frank's piano playing. At the piano bar. Which is why I was asking what your you know, un, unknown interests were. Because Frank's a piano player. I used to play the piano. People didn't know that. Oh, you did. You tickled the ivories. I do. 
I, can I have no idea how to do it. I can't even read music. I can play the piano downstairs for you before we before you leave. Please. I'll tickle some ivories. The the entertainer, if you don't mind. Um, I do appreciate some of the stories too. Like, you know, I did. I heard you didn't get along with Nick's, and like, no, we got along okay. It was his chief of staff, whatever, yeah. and. I, 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 okay, again, this is probably just me because it's it's me and I, I do have a soft spot for Clint Eastwood, but some of his dialogue I actually do find funny, like him calling that one guy like an empty yeah. sack of ass or whatever. I'm like, okay, that, that's kind of funny. Yeah, that stuff's okay. It's just like when he's like but it's this directly freaking, hitting on her. Yeah, like and then it. those two trying to hook up and everything else, like this, nope, none of this makes sense. Not, not a fan of it, don't like it. And thank God it gets shut down because they're like, okay, we're not going to Milwaukee. Now we're going to Atlanta, just outside of Atlanta. That's right. That's right. And again, one of my, I appreciated this line though, because they're going through all that. And she's like, oh my God, what am I doing? Whatever she leaves. He's like, now I got to put all this ish back on. That's right. (laughs) Fair. That's a fair, fair point. I don't like it either, Clint. Um, and then yeah, Frank gets sick. I don't. We don't under really know why. Yeah. Just gets a little under the weather. He probably had COVID. I was gonna say, imagine this happening nowadays when he's just hacking up a lung in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. That's okay. Uh, yeah, and the, they go to the, this rally in Atlanta, and you know nothing happens there. And then they go to this rally in Chicago, and things are much more hectic. And Frank is clearly not feeling well. Yeah, what was the deal with? They were like, it was weird that they why why didn't they just go to Atlanta or Chicago like? made this big deal about going to Atlanta and nothing and happens. then cut scene then like Chicago skyline now they're Padding. in Chicago and it's like it's boring look at look, like, look at all what? these campaign stops this yeah. president's hardworking for your vote that was a strange move it was. nothing happened in Atlanta no nothing at all <laughs> and Frank's getting disoriented as as the photographers are coming up to take pictures of the president That's right he's still on the effects calls out gun Mm. Which the, when he calls it out, I was like, I didn't hear the balloon pop. The I heard it, one. so I went back and I same way because there's a lot of like hustle and bustle. Yeah, but if you go back, you can hear it. He pop the guy clearly pops a balloon and then he pops a few more. I the, the other ones I did, but like I, it, the only thing I heard at first was like all the the picture bulb yes. and everything all that like that yep. stock sound effect. Yeah, there's a different. There's a louder boom, and he just yells out gun. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone freaks out. And the the president is gone. I actually like that scene how they like just kept like they like show his like evacuation. Yeah, That's I like all the yeah. all the evacuations. I I appreciated all of those actually. I, was, I mean, he was out of there within like yeah. Or I guess on this scene they don't take him out, right? They just hide him because they call. Yeah, they do out. hide him. That was the later. That was the that's the later attack that he gets evacuated. But uh, yeah, Fred Fred Thompson's character was. Um, yeah, was hiding. Harry. Yeah, he's hiding from everybody. Yeah, he calls him out for hiding later. <laughs> he does. Yeah. That's fair. I love it. Um, and as a result of this, Frank gets kicked off. You're off the detail. You're off the detail. You made the president look like a coward. And this is where he's like, oh, you look like a coward because you're hiding whatever. But That's right. Giving him a hard time, obviously. Kicks him off. And then you're like, you know, I, I couldn't do this. And I, we have to cover his dignity. And he's like, well, it's not my job. I have to protect him. Like, oh, yeah, what about covering for Kennedy's girlfriend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh boy. So clearly Frank had a soft spot for Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's understandable. I mean, he was a popular guy. People liked him. I like the character of Frank, mm-hmm. but he's, like I said, he's got split personalities. When he he's does. like flirting with Renee, I don't. That doesn't make sense to me that he would also be like this gruff, like, you know, badass type guy. 
And then immediately turn into this like weird flirty guy. Yeah, when I he's working, it doesn't like, make sense. He's like tunnel vision, and then like you said, and then there's like this switch. Yeah, he seems no nonsense, and then he then he seems very nonsense. Yeah, there's a lot of shenanigans. Damn. At least Frank, when he gets home, he gets the confirmation when Mitch calls. He's like, yeah, I was there in Chicago. and He was popping the balloons. He was popping the balloons. So Frank gets pissed, pulls the phone out, and then Al shows up, and he's like, hey, we got a lead. Because earlier in the movie, I didn't mention this because it was a very small detail, Frank noticed a magazine when he went into the first apartment. Mm, That's right. And he's like, hey, can we have somebody follow up on this? So they get a hit from this place out in, I think, Pasadena in California. That was Arizona, but you're right. You're right. Because no, they California end up, they, first. Yeah, they end yeah, up going. Right. They, they get it from from Kevin McAllister's dad. That's right. Home Alone <laughs> dad in the house. And he's like, God, this guy, just as soon as it turned to politics, he got really upset. And he's like, I'm going to do something and blah, blah. And he's like, well, do you know the guy's name? He's like, no, but I know where he lives, which is in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. So then they go to Phoenix to talk to a guy that knew him. And he goes through this whole thing about how he got him a wheelchair, but... That was a weird turn. It was so weird. And then he's like, and I got this gun in case he ever comes back. Yeah. So Malkovich's character bought this guy an expensive wheelchair, but then also he has to have a gun to protect I, yeah, himself from him. Yeah, I didn't understand that. It's bizarre. I still don't understand that. But they get a home address, at least. That's right. And they get there, and they're trying to, you know, obviously sneak around to see if anybody's home. And they get inside, and as soon as they get inside get attacked mm-hmm. almost you know think something's up got an accomplice but it turns out it's the cia shots are fired also we, shots should, are fired i would like to mention shots are fired it was it was messy yeah, it was messy and this is where we find out <clears throat> why he was c12 it's classified information that's right he was an assassin former cia assassin. for the cia oh boy and were you a little i mean i guess we'll, i'll save it what were you going to say what the nickname for assassins was? No. We, we call them wet boys. Wet boys, yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Wet work. Why do you call them wet boys? It's like uh, That's horrible bosses. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Looking for what wet work. Yeah, you got to yeah. use code names. I've stored up quite a lot of pee. <laughs> if you'll excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. I love that movie. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, so anyway, after that, then Mitch is off having some target practice with his homemade gun. Yep. Shooting, and then he gets those two hunters, and they're like, well, hey, can we try it out? He's like, yeah, that's fine. So they shoot the duck. That doesn't set well with Mitch. I agree, too. That's interesting. Like, I couldn't tell if he actually shot the duck or if it just, like, Oh, he shot, shot one of those ducks. Oh, yeah. He, one of those ducks. Do you think shot. he was going to kill them the whole time or only because yes. he shot the duck? Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's, he's going to kill them all the time. Okay, but I, yeah. I agree. So, I, I, like I said, I'm a hunter. I do enjoy hunting, but I hunt for a purpose. I want the meat. I don't do it for show. I don't do it for... Do you hunt ducks? No, actually. I okay. don't like the taste of duck. It's too fatty. Yeah? I, I kind of like... I dig duck. I, it's, I There's some stuff I do, but like I've had it before. It's just... It was too greasy. Same thing with goose. Like, That's what I always hear about. I don't know. I liked it. I, I can't. I, I, pheasant is one of my favorite. Oh, I've heard... I've never had a pheasant. I've heard so, it's good. Pheasant. Quail. Quail is delicious. Dove. I realize that people are like, how can you hunt dove? But I'm telling you, a little dove breast wrapped in bacon with some salt and pepper, it oh will my. change your life. Oh, my. Yeah. You mean like the girls that sing Push It? Yes, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, I had, When I was in Germany, I had some duck, some like duck meal in this really cool restaurant, and it was like delicious. How did they cook it? It was a roast duck. Okay. So it looked kind of like you're eating a chicken, okay. kind of. It just looked like, but you definitely can tell when you like eat, like taste the meat. But yeah. It was actually really good. It was like, I think it was like this like cherry sauce or something. I don't know. It was this weird. 
It's I've very heard, European, but it was delicious. I've heard duck eggs are very good. Duck eggs? Yeah. Mm. Like instead of just having like a chicken yeah. egg for breakfast, like right. cooking a duck egg. And apparently it's much more rich. Mm. I don't know. I don't, that's, that's too expensive for my blood. Never done that. There's freaking goose geese eggs all over the place at work. I could grab some of those. So geese are just I almost got attacked the other day, man. Miserable creatures. There's one in front of the front door. It wouldn't let me out. I I have no sympathy for geese. Nor do I. They're terrible creatures. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so he he gets pissed obviously because that hunter just shoots. I'm I'm pretty confident he hits one of those ducks and he's like, "Why'd you shoot the duck a hole?" And <laughs> shoots those guys. So good for them. You know, right. takes out. You know, you don't you don't want those bad hunters putting a you know sour taste in everybody's mouth. Um, right on. So then, um, I love to that. Like I said, they're talking about the cutting edge. So Frank and the other, they're they're talking about they're debriefing about some stuff, and then they're like, okay, we have to run simulations now for this guy's face and like the facial simulation stuff that they use. That was kind of a fun game. It was. I mean, it obviously becomes irrelevant at the end, which uh, I have issues with. Yes, 100%. but <laughs> we will talk about that. <laughs> And then uh, Al's giving Frank a ride home, and he's like, hey, I'm going to resign. I, I can't do it anymore. I've got nightmares from, you know, the beginning when I got the bag over my face. and mm-hmm. Which, I, again, like we talked right, about. Right, that makes total sense. That's fair. That, this guy's got a good head on his shoulders. He absolutely is, but Frank uh, uses the power of cockamamie to keep him around. And when this hap- when this scene happens, I was like, dang it. Yep. McDermott's dead. Ugh, he has no chance to survive this film. I ha- I, I, and that's on Clint. That's on Clint Eastwood. It is. I have, I, am, I have a few issues with this movie, for sure. And yeah. I will get to them as we... And and this is one of those things. Yeah, he basically, like, bullies him into staying. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, to be fair, he does see potential now. I mean, I get that part. but and he, he, and he definitely does have potential. But he's not like, hey, man, you got... Like, you're... I, See all this good. I mean, he does that earlier in the film. He does it a couple but times. But this time, yeah, this he, one is just he's straight like mocking him and like basically call him in like a wolf. He does say, "I need you, buddy." He does yes. call him friend. But that's out of like desperation. I think so too. He uses him. Uh, so yeah, then the next thing we got Frank or Mitch just calling Frank at the office, and Frank actually is able to get under Mitch's skin a little bit, talk to him about his friend that he saw that he slit mm-hmm. his throat and. Mm-hmm. He's like, that wasn't my friend. He was sent here to kill me. And Frank's getting Mitch to, to ruffle his feathers. He didn't give away anything, but so here's the it's deal. a good tactic. Here's the deal. Did Mitch flip out and kill someone he wasn't supposed to? Or was the CIA just like being like, this guy's a loose end. We need to get rid of him. See, and that's the thing that I did not care for. Because early on, <clears throat> they're talking about like, okay, this guy, like C-12 is classified. Like, don't do it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, he's an assassin for the CIA. Okay, right. not that shocking of a revelation. Right. And then at one point, they're like, well, what happened? He's like, well, there were some cutbacks, and he didn't take kindly to it. Yeah. I was like, that's really the only thing that set this guy down this path? But I, I don't think he's lying. I think the cutback, when that guy says cutbacks, that means they sent someone to kill him. Well, probably, but still, like... I don't know. They like they lay him off, and so it's I, like, wouldn't you be pissed? I mean, I'd be pissed too. Yeah, someone but, tried to kill you. Weren't they're not getting fired? Someone's trying to murder you. But I feel like he was going rogue before that. That's not so. Yeah, I mean, he's crazy enough. You get that feeling, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, yeah, if you're gonna do that, he? you need to make sure that you get the guy. If yeah, you're gonna do they, something like that, yeah, they that. make it seem like there were cutbacks, and they were yeah. So it's like I don't know. I can't tell which what they're telling me. Yeah. But they use the tracer again, and again, doesn't use the scrambler, so they figure out where he's going, or where he's at, and Al and Frank are driving through, and they spot Mitch walking away from the hotel that they traced him to, mm-hmm. 
Then we begin the exciting rooftop chase. Yeah. And Mitch is able to jump over that big gap, but Frank can't quite make it. He runs so weird. Actually, both of them run so they weird. Do. Clint, like... Clint Eastwood, like, he runs, like, for a living. Like, he, I think he does that. I, I don't know if he still does, but for the longest time, like, he would go on long-distance runs. Malkovich was, like, fairly young here. Yeah. And he runs, like, a 60-year-old. Like, he runs he way worse than Clint Yeah, I, yeah I don't buy that he's able to make no. a big leap like that. No. But Frank can't quite make it, so Mitch, you know, comes and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna save you." But well, he's, I'm, I'm gonna save you. But why is he saving him? All like he's he's trying to prove a point. He's never a threat to Clint Eastwood in this movie ever. No, except for the very, very, very. He's end. trying to prove a point. Like he's trying to get under Clint Eastwood's skin. Like, are you actually willing to take a bullet? Or, like, are you willing to trade your life for the president? And yeah. this one is the same thing. He's like, you can easily shoot me, and end this whole thing. But you'd have to kill yourself. Right, you'd fall to your death. So he's trying to basically be like, he, he's, he's getting under Frank's skin. But again, it's like, I don't know. The, the whole thing is a it's cat an interesting, mouse game, Yeah, it's an interesting, the way you think about it, like Clint Eastwood, cons- he, his like thing is he's going to stop the assassination. Mm-hmm. And he's given the opportunity ahead of time. And he doesn't take the shot because he knows he'll fall. Yep. I don't know that you think he would 100% die. Like, I don't know that it was that far down. Um... He's definitely breaking his legs. Yeah, it's. I mean, you're 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 probably eating food through a straw for a while. I like almost. I almost taken that shot. If I'm Secret oh, I, Service, I, I would have absolutely. I, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm taking that shot. If, I think I survived that fall. If I'm Secret Service, I'm protecting the president. Absolutely, yeah. I'm taking that shot. I think I would have survived that. And not to mention, like how he saves him. Like he just kind of swings him he off. He swings to the him light. to the like the other right, like which the... is like five feet away. Like, <laughs> okay, like maybe just like push yourself over that way. But it's got insult to injury too because. McDermott takes his eye off the prize. McDermott takes his eye off the prize, which I don't understand. Like to be fair to like McDermott, as soon as Frank is safe, I'm unloading every round into Mitch. Yeah, that's man. He had the shot. He did. I don't know why he's trying to arrest. Like just put him down. He just he just wants to be a good student. I guess, but I got him. <laughs> Mitch Mitch puts an end to Al. Oh, it's too bad. And Frank goes to his favorite watering hole, and then Mitch calls him and points out that, you know, like, hey, you really don't have a lot of room to be moopy because you, you're mopey because you could have killed E. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. But Mitch kind of turns the table and gets under Frank's skin by bringing up the Kennedy assassination. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, you know, you didn't react and all this other stuff. And again, I mean, I, I love this stuff with Clay. He's just like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? Like, I don't know. I'll think about that while I'm pissing on your grave. That's right. Great I, line. This stuff I love, yeah. Great line. So, of course, um, Frank gets chewed out again because he wants the president not to go to California because Mitch also says that he's going to send the president back in a box from yep. California. Yep, he's letting him know. So this is, this Calling is where, a shot. This is where it's happening, literally. <laughs> hey, what's the what's the Skellum L.A. stuff? Like, the address, whatever? Well, it's like a code, and like part of it's a phone number, right? Yeah, I didn't. I don't get that. Still, it partially it, and it wouldn't have happened had he not been kicked off after beating up the bellboy too. Like he wouldn't have found out the other thing. Yeah, I like it. Like kind of makes sense, but then I got to thinking about it. I was like, wait, they don't. I don't know. I I I missed that. So, and and we're coming to it pretty quick because. So Frank obviously gets chewed out. And then Frank talks to Lily, talks Lily into letting him on the crew. For the president, you know, protection. And then they get a montage of everybody getting ready. So the Secret Service plus Mitch and kind of going back and forth. And then Frank's going through and he roughs up a bellboy. Dude, just. And gets on camera. He, 
straight up attacks. That oh Buffalo. yeah, like one hundred percent. That kid looked like uh, I don't. I meant to look this up, but I forgot. He looked like the Blue Ranger from the Power Rangers. Show. Oh, I know who you're talking. I don't think Billy. It was him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't think it's him either. But it definitely f- did. Yeah, good call. <laughs> at first glance, I was like, oh man, it's, it's Billy. So yeah, he beats up the bellboy, and the cameras catch it. <laughs> and so then Mitch who's, again, going under James Carney, meets up with his guy that he's got getting the ticket from, Sandy Riggs. He's like, here, I got your ticket for the dinner. You're going to be really close to the president. Mm-hmm. And then Frank actually goes to talk to Sandy and just barely misses, which I normally I'm like, this is so frustrating when mm-hmm. they do this in movies, but I actually feel like they did a pretty good job with yeah, this. It, I, like the timing worked out really well where he actually wouldn't see his face. I'm enjoying it. So, Miss is talking to him, and, and Mitch is obviously talking business here. So, then Lily gets the call saying, Frank's got to get let go because of beating up the bellboy. And then she goes to tell <laughs> Frank about it, and he's like, oh, I saw the bellboy footage, huh? Yes, they saw the bellboy footage. Like, you grabbed an innocent you person and beat him. On TV. On camera. In front of a film crew. When when he first grabbed him, was like roughing him up. Mm-hmm. He, had, he was. I remember he was like cycling through the pictures. He those little Polaroids. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. They're like, he picked up like a random like terrorist that he like happened to notice yeah and then it was like no i know that's just a that's just a bus boy. nope just a guy trying to i was like oh dang okay yeah just you've... guy trying to survive <laughs> I, he doesn't look anything like john malkovich so that's a weird move i'm gonna tell you this too i don't care for him getting all emotional about the jfk thing and like pretend crying i don't want to see clint eastwood crying in a movie i don't even remember that yeah he's like oh yeah i should have reacted faster and him saying i'm you know do i would i take a bullet and he kind of like his lips quiver and stuff like that come on clint where where did he say this at? it was in the room because they're talking about like the whatever the the code name they have for the i can't remember oh yeah yeah, okay okay she goes to talk to him and there's he's staring out the window and that's when she tells him he's gotta go to san diego that's right so then this is so this is what i was talking about so he's got that address from Mitch, that SW whatever in LA, and so he gets to goes to get dropped off at the airport, and the guy that drops off, he's like, "Okay, your number is whatever ukulele." Yeah, he spells it, ukulele wrong, and he spells ukulele wrong. So he goes to call, and he's spelling out. He's like, "Wait a minute!" And then he looks, and he's like, "Southwest this," and so he calls the the number. The number, so like on the it's for the s- bank, right? But it doesn't. It doesn't. That doesn't connect back to me. Like no, why, yeah. at all. Like I was watching this too. I was like, "Am I supposed to be getting this?" I mean, I get that they just wanted to use like a cool like code, like cause, you know, like numbers are associated with letters. Yeah. Which is just like kind of a cool thing. But then I was like, "But it still doesn't connect back to me." Like what? No, and it wouldn't have happened had this guy like he yeah, literally had he not been fired. From had the, he not been fired, and this guy like, okay, the code is ukulele. Right. Okay, like I don't. But the code's not actually ukulele, right? The it, yeah, code, it just happened to be the same as like Skellum or. It's like no, it's, it's, I think it's ukulele. Like he's 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 like it's was six one nine whatever, and he's like just keep hitting those numbers, and he, it's ukulele, but the guy spelled it wrong. Oh, I missed that. See, I thought it was like part of that code. It just happened to be like the same numbers, and he like realized. Yeah, I think maybe, but again, that, it's still it's not clear that phone at all. Number. Oh, okay, well. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely not clear. And so again, conveniently, it happens to be that the bank that. Mitch was going to set up that account, so then Frank goes to question people and like, well, who's in charge of accounts? Like, well, this lady and she was murdered, so he's trying to get a rundown of the of the list. So of course it's ninety three, and they don't have Moida. it readily available. So then he flags down a cab, heads over to the dinner, and Mitch shows up. And again, this is another irritation I have with this movie. He has a wig on 
mm-hmm. and glasses, mm-hmm. the guy has a Polaroid of Mitch, <laughs> looks at his face, looks at the Polaroid, and doesn't react. Yeah. He he's looks, not that different. There's even like one picture where he's wearing glasses. I'm like, that looks almost exactly like him. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Superman and Clark Kent. Like, oh, he put on glasses. It's not the same guy, clearly. Right. Yeah, it's this. It's like around this time, too. Probably like right before. Like before Malkovich shows up at this event. I'm like, man, this movie's super long. Like, I'm just, you're starting to lose me a little it, bit. It does here. drag on a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And again, if you take out this side romance story, probably a lot I better. should have taken out some of it. Uh, so then, yeah, M- Malkovich gets there, and we clearly see, like, he even goes through the metal detector just to emphasize that his gun is Plastic. totally undetectable. And he starts assembling things, which I, I was like, man, that's. This guy's attention to detail is fantastic. He just takes apart a pen. He takes the spring out. Like, that'll work for the gun. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He's clumsy, though. He is clumsy. Drops that bullet. Drops a bullet. He's man, He's so lucky. Very lucky. He made a lot of mistakes. And then Frank gets to the dinner, and he runs into that guy. He's like, did you get a fax from me? He's like, yeah. So he starts slowly going through the list. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And then slowly comparing <laughs> it to the, it's funny to though, the when seating he, chart. Yeah, when he shows up, and the 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 boss like the white dude or the Watts dude is like oh, no yeah. you can't like you know you're not blah 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 immediately but then immediately like backs he's like okay give him the seating chart like I, I need the seating chart all right give him the seating chart he's what doesn't even like protest he's just he just like looks at him and the guy's like all right fine give him the seat. <laughs> like, he didn't even like didn't I'm even, not gonna challenge him yeah you didn't even give him a chance to like fire back and that stare it was just the stare Mitch sees him it doesn't make eye contact though <laughs> yep and then we get the big realization. From there, across the room. From across the room. Frank takes that bullet. He dives in front of the president and takes that bullet. It's been a question all along. It has. Would he do it? And he did it. So after that, all the, the excitement. This yes, is, this is what I was referring to. When the, Then they take the president when out. they rush him out. This <laughs> they, is a cool scene. Excellent. It's like within like 10 seconds. Yeah, he's like gone. He's gone. He's like in a car. Like that's that's cool. No I imagine that's, I imagine that's what it's like in real life. Oh, yeah. I would like to think so. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. So you better have a contingency plan True. to get the president out. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. But um, So then Mitch takes Frank, I guess kind of as a hostage, and takes him into the elevator and knocks out all the lights So because he, he apparently knows the sharpshooters are going to be on him. Gives Frank a hard time about having a bulletproof vest. Which <laughs> I, I mean, you couldn't fault him. Like, yeah, let's be honest. He's a service agent. What would you expect? So then this is, again, another issue I have. Frank or Mitch can put together a plastic gun that he can assemble with pen parts and he can sneak in bullets. Mm-hmm. He can go undetected into all these places. He can't tell that Frank put his earpiece back in and is holding his hand up to his mouth to talk into a microphone kind of thing. Like, really? Very convenient. Very How convenient. Convenient. I don't like it. Um,. But yeah, so Frank does it. He puts that in, and they're obviously the whole other Secret Service crew and the FBI and everybody else is there. They're trying to can't see anything, whatever. And Frank's, you know, just take the shot, take the shot, and remember to aim high. Aim high. Aim high. I don't think they hit him either. Like no, I, they I, don't shoot him. They shoot out like the windows, right? And it kind of cuts him up. And that's the yeah. Like I was like, because yeah, he by that time he'd like lean down. I was like, why didn't you say aim high when he was standing? They could have shot him. Yeah. I guess it worked out. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, it causes causes a scuttlebutt, and Frank uh, able to punch Mitch over the edge, and Mitch <laughs> is hanging off the edge. And Royal Rumble style. That's right. It's like, here, take my hand. If you don't, you'll die. He's like, do you actually want to save me? 
Well, to be honest, no, but that's my job. I, yeah, I love it. Great line. Totally. But uh, Mitch, Mitch, let's go. And like so many other great movies, again, referencing Batman, fall to the death. Boom. Boom. And Frank goes downstairs, gets to tell Harry off, because Harry's trying to be like, oh, look at this service, whatever. And like, was I overreacting again? Yeah. Great, great little Frank. touch. And, and he obviously, you know, gets gets his face like, why are you retiring? Like, because well, you people, I can't do any undercover work, which, again, I don't think that you should be doing undercover you work in counterfeit rings. Correct. Yep. But uh, he retires, and Frank gets home, and he listens to the voicemail from Mitch. Which is a nice little touch, too, I think. Very prophetic. Was. Who won? And yeah. It's like either the president's, president's dead. dead or I am. Yeah, it was, it was light. It was I was, nice. I, was, I like that touch. And he's like, but you're all alone. And he's going mm-hmm. out with Rene Russo. And let's let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade here. That's where the movie should have ended. What did, what happened? Because then they sit on the... Him and, him and Lily are sitting on the steps. And they're like, I bet that brown pigeon flies off before the white pigeon. Oh, gosh, you're right. I know things about pigeons. That was dumb. And then the movie's over. I forgot about that last scene. I was like, son of a bee. Like, totally ruins that ending. Like, if you end it with the voicemail and them walking out, perfect. That's the way it should have ended. It's an unnecessary scene. The movie should have ended with Rene Russo breaking up with (laughs) Clint. I'm going to go date somebody my age. Right. And then, like... I just feel I just feel terrible for Clint or for Dylan McDermott's character. I know. His yeah, family. that was the other thing. Like, I have His a problem. Family. I have the yeah, the wife without it. a husband, kids going it. up without a dad. Didn't care for that, and like nobody gives a crap. There are no repercussions. Yeah. Whatsoever. Clint, for Clint's decisions. His actions. <clears throat> but that's the movie. That's the movie. We powered through it. So we made it. I'm curious. What are your thoughts? All right. So my initial thoughts, just after watching it last a uh, couple nights ago. I was like, you know what? There's some stuff I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff I didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mostly just the like, kind of like love, forced sure. to love story. And obviously, Al. I didn't didn't like it. I, I didn't. Oh, I did not like Dylan McDermott going yeah, down. Yeah, him yeah. going did down. Not, I should say. Did not like that. I think I think Malkovich was good. I think he was very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why he continued to having a pretty good career. Mm-hmm. He's still doing stuff. I liked Ray Renus, uh, Renee Renusa, uh, Renee Russo. Mm-hmm. Liked her a lot. She was good. I just man, Clint was just like he had like the split personality. I just I liked the gruff. Yep. Secret Service agent doing his job. I did not like him inexplicably being like a little child flirt. I just I didn't I didn't dig that. The movie was way too long, mm-hmm. but still, I you know I didn't hate it. Okay. Was still enjoyable. I'll take it. Still enjoyable. I'll take it. I was curious. I, I didn't know how, how you'd feel about it. I I have a lot of the same gripes, and I have a lot of the same uh, thoughts on this. I think I probably enjoy it more than you do, just because I've, I know I've, I kind of watched it a, a little bit more frequently. But I definitely, like, the stuff that you're saying, I totally agree with 100%. Like, if I could go back in time, I would help, like, them rewrite this script and just clean it up a little bit. I Like, you take out the Rene Russo, or if you make Rene Russo dating somebody else or like if yeah. her and Al are together or like and, have, just have an older actress well or, or have Frank be like I'm looking out for you not right. I'm yeah, flirting more of a father you. figure yes yes that would also work totally fine with that right if you change that and then you just you shorten it up a little bit maybe yeah. get rid of some of those scenes of the right. campaign trail that mean nothing yeah and like they're little like the, the code thing and like the little things Explain they were trying to be better. smart with like yep. just either make those pay off or remove them yeah 
because that was not good. I had a question, but I'll, th- I'll throw this out. Um, speaking of things that could have improved the movie, do you think it would have improved the movie if Mitch had somebody on the inside that was giving him some information? Man, I kept thinking McDermott, because especially later in his career, he's a bad guy a lot, mm-hmm. or kind of shady characters. I kept I was waiting for him to like be like the kind of like the the plant like you know the yeah the rat if you will but that clearly did not happen when he shot him so do you think it would have made it better? Oh, it was already too long, so no. Okay, maybe if they like totally reworked the script, I could that there's definitely a way they could have worked that in, but with, with the way this movie was, no. I think the only way it would have worked is if it was Rene Russo's character. Ooh, interesting. Because then everything that was going on would make more sense why she would be flirting with him that, to get his trust. You're right. So I think that could have made it a little bit better. It would have made a little bit more sense, yeah. The only thing that I would have taken away, though, is like John Malkovich's character is such a like a psychopath, but he's like very meticulous about a lot of stuff. So you'd like to think that he's smart enough to do all this stuff on his own, mm-hmm. but if he turns out he's getting some information from the inside, then he's like a puppet, so he's like the secondary bad guy. So true. But I, st- I think if Rene Russo was like the main like string puller because she's like pissed off because at one point there's like a throwaway line, Clint's like, we're window dressing and you're for the feminist vote and I'm for the old vote and blah, blah, blah. Like her being having an axe to grind for being used for that, like mm-hmm. I think that could have worked. Have you ever seen the movie Angel Has Fallen with Gerard Butler? No. It's the, the, third, it's the third in the series. I Yes, I know what you're talking No, I haven't seen oh, it, then, though. Then never mind. I won't make my comment. Okay. It reminded me of what you were talking about. Fair it enough. reminded me of something from that movie. Fair enough. I just watched it not too long ago. It's pretty fun, though. You should check it out. Have you seen any of those? No, films? I haven't. I've wanted to. I just, I've never. You haven't seen the, yeah. White, the White House Down or whatever no, it's called? I White I House wanted, is Fallen? I wanted to see them. I, they look like right up my alley, but. Oh, my goodness. You like Gerard Butler, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I do. I remember that, and then there's a Jamie Foxx one, too. Oh, yeah. What is it? Like uh, Channing Tatum and is, Jamie Foxx. Is, is White, so White House White Down. House Down, and then Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. And they came out like the same year. It's like. Yeah, but like they're actually both really good. They're both good. Armageddon, Deep Impact situation. But, yeah. But uh, Gerard Butler got the sequels, and Jamie Foxx and Channing Tatum did not. They did not. They did, They went their own way. That's right. All right, man. That's it, right? Yeah, we got MVPs who's, and who's, scenes and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, who you got? MVP. Um, you cannot say Clint Eastwood. Yeah, no, that's it's definitely not Clint Eastwood. Um, I wouldn't give it to him either. I would say... I have a feeling we're probably going to be in agreement on that. I mean, I, John Malkovich, like, hands down, is the scene stealer of this movie. Like, he just does so well. Yeah. I can't even be, like, devil's advocate and say Rene Russo because it's just it's John Malkovich. I don't think they gave Rene Russo enough to do. No, they really didn't. Like, she does good with what she had. But it's the same kind of thing. Like, I think Al, he could have been he could have done more, but they just they didn't give him enough to do. And Clint Eastwood could have been the MVP if he was just the gruff. I agree. But also like the heart of gold kind of guy that's looking yeah, out for. Yeah, right. That's fine too. But yeah, just like it was too big of a it character. Was, yeah, way, way too much. Agreed. I don't even know if anybody else. I mean, could have. I'm trying to think if anybody else could be considered. I mean, for I guess. MVP? Yeah, I guess Renee maybe. It's like Renee Russo, I guess you could maybe pick. Uh, not Dylan McDermott, even though I feel terrible for him. Yeah. Yeah, there's really no other. Yeah. There's really not many other options. I feel like it just... There's no yeah. There's no boardwalk security guard. No. That's for sure. No. 
Uh, yeah, what's what scene would you show somebody from this movie? That's a great question. I think I would have to say, I really like the counterfeit scene at the beginning where he's just shooting people mm-hmm. with Jigsaw. I like that one. Hmm. The car chase, not the car chase, the scene where he like leaves a fingerprint on the car is kind mm-hmm. of fun too. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with the the counterfeit scene though at the beginning. Counterfeit. Where you like... <laughs> Poor Dylan McDermott's like suffocating and he's like shooting people. He gets the shaft in this movie so badly. Oh, poor guy. I would say the rooftop chase. I feel like that's a good. Yeah, that's good too. That's a good one. I mean, it's obviously pretty heavy. That is good. That's a good scene. But I think it would, if that's what the movie was and there was actually some impact to his death, I think that's that's a good one to show. That's true. Man, I don't, I just. In any film, I do not like seeing people with bags over their heads. Yeah. Like, I know it's fake. Still no good. But, ugh, I don't know, I know why. That's I know. Just, that's just tough to. That's tough to watch. No, I agree. I. You're, How do you fake that? I don't know. It's crazy. I really don't. Crazy. All right. You wanna you wanna give your Richter scale ranking? You want me to go? What What would you like? I'll go first. Let's hear it. I'm locked in. I want to hear it. All right. Here we go. Since I was the newbie to the film. Yes. All right. I came in. This is film number forty-eight. We're almost a 50. I'm getting there. Film number 48 in the line of fire. I'm going to put it at spot number 43 with a 3.4 rating. Fair enough. So in the so just below Flash Gordon and right above Stand By Me. Okay. In the line of fire. Fair enough. All right. How about you? Um, I am going to give it a 4.6. 4.6. Okay. Just. Is it going to be... It's going to be in between. So, Goldeneye above, Truman Show below. Okay, let me make sure I get that right. So, in between Goldeneye and Truman Show. I was kind of surprised, but I'm like, I feel like Goldeneye is more fun for me. So, I gave I gave that the nod. And there's just, there's too many holes like we talked about with this, or too many gripes that you could have with this movie. Too many love scenes. Yeah. Too much flirting going too on. Much, too much. Old, old man flirting. I don't oh, like it. It's loose skin. Old oh balls. Gross. Okay, so you have it in spot number... Where'd it go? 29. Okay, so you got a 29 of 48. And I put it at 30... No, 43. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't hate it. No, I, did, I, I didn't think did. you would hate it, but... No, it's, I did not hate it at all. It was still enjoyable. It's just not my favorite movie. Yeah. Not one of my favorites. Like, I'd have to, I'd have to be in the mood to watch it again, for I sure. I kind of do want to... I actually do kind of want to watch it again to see if I can pick up on that, like, code thing. And I'm sure, like, I was getting bored at that time. I, not bored, but, you know, I guess... Yeah, there's enough stuff going on. Like, come yeah, on, get to the Checking end. my phone. Yeah. yeah. be like, what's going on? I understand. Here? What's going on here? Well, what do you want to do next week? Okay, so... We were talking about baseball, start a yes. baseball season, so I feel like it's only natural we get a baseball movie baseball. to start the film. You told me it was my decision. It is your decision. I feel like I've been picking too much lately. So I'm going to pull a fast one on you. Fastball. I've wrote, I wrote down four baseball movies. Four baseballs. But you get to pick which one we're talking <sighs> oh, about. Come on now. You ready for this? I guess. Okay, here's the list in alphabetical order. Angels in the outfield. Angels in the outfield. Bull Durham. Mm-hmm. Bull Durham. Uh, a league of their own, I guess. A league of their own. I, just, I wrote down league of their own, so I'm, it's okay. Okay, league of their I own. I knew what you meant. And little big league. It's your call. You know how I feel about little big league. Obviously, we'll probably eventually get to all these movies. Yeah. But it's your call. Big big fan of little big league. I'm gonna cross that off the list for now. Little big league is out. 
I'm going to say no to Bull Durham. Bull Durham is out. Okay, we're down to the League of Their Own or Angels in the Outfield. Both. I, I'm right here with you. These are these are my top two as well. You got a coin? I do have a I got my Canadian. You got the loon? I got the loon. Oh, all right. Let's do it. Let's do, have it decided by a coin flip. Then. All right. So heads is the queen. That'll be a league of their own. Heads is a league of their own. And tails is the loon. And that'll be angels in the outfield. All right. Okay, you ready? Let's do it. The flip is up. There's the transfer. It's a loon. It's a loon. Angels in the outfield. Angels in the outfield. You what? used to be Mel Clark. Angela. <laughs> All right. I'm like, is that on Disney Plus? Angels in the Outfield. I believe it is. I think so. I feel like it would be. I'm pretty sure it is. Man, I have not watched this in so long. I'm very excited to watch this. We watched it a few years ago with the kids. They loved it. Rightfully so. It's so much fun. And we're going to see a young Matthew McConaughey yes. and a young Adrian Brody. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Bash Joseph sets. Gordon Lovett. Sets again. <laughs> sets again. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for humoring me this week. Looking forward to next week. We'll kick off the baseball season with a baseball movie. Sounds like a plan. Adios, my friends. I'll be thinking about that when I'm pissing on your grave. Well. Bye.